Hello everyone, welcome to my Hatshot Photography podcast and today I would like to dive in into business for Hatshot Photography and this is something what I've been asked quite often how I run my business, how I get my clients, how I advertise. So I just want to jump into that topic and we're going to break this down into several podcasts because I think that would be literally impossible to cover the whole thing in one podcast. Also, like I don't want to talk about it for hours and hours. I have so much to share with you, but I would like to start with some basics. And we are going to cover today only some foundation, how to start a business and what you need in order to you know, get this going. And then in the next couple podcasts, we are going to jump into some more heavier topics, how I advertise, how I get my clients. So let's kind of break this down into some smaller steps so you can actually have a little bit of better, I would say, understanding, um, you know, how to build this. It's an ongoing process. It's not something that... You can create it and it's going to work. This whole thing needs some tweaks, adjustments all the time. I've been in this industry for over, I would say, 20 years. Um, everyone who is following me and know me a little bit, I started as a wedding photographer. And of course, that gave me a lot of experience. Um, I've learned a lot from uh, shooting weddings and that's also applied to business, even though headshot photography is slightly different, is completely different approach. I run my business on, I would say, completely different principles, but we're going to discuss this and we're going to basically just, um, you know, dive in and we're going to, I would say, talk about it, how you can kind of get this business off the ground. So today, again, I want to start with some basics and I want to start basically having our discussion with, and I want to talk about portfolio. That's the first step. So in order to make money and in order to sell your services, you have to have some kind of product in your hands. And in our case, of course, it's headshots. And that's what we're going to sell. So it's really hard to sell something if you don't have, I would say, some kind of like, you know, you have nothing to show to the client. Um, it's it's depends on like if you, let's say, doing some services is a different story. But in our case, you have to have some images to show to your clients. Because if you're not going to have images, um, it's really hard to get any clients. Plus, probably if you don't, or you didn't shoot any headshots, that's also, it's not going to, you know, make your life easier. Even for me, when I actually transitioned from weddings to headshot photography, and most of my clients, they, they, they know me from shooting weddings. So whenever I was advertising headshots, I had to completely just even change their mind that, you know, I'm not shooting weddings anymore. Now I'm a headshot photographer, so I have to slowly, I would say, transition my portfolio from showcasing weddings to showcasing headshots. And that process took me about two years. And 
of course was easier for me because I had some kind of steady business with weddings and I could slowly and kind of like, you know, transition and prepare myself to jump into completely different genre of photography. And for the first couple of years, and maybe that's going to sound crazy for some of you guys who are in this industry, it, even though I was experienced, I would say wedding photographer, when it comes to headshots, I was completely clueless. And even though I knew lots about lighting, I have good equipment and I I thought I'd understand a lot of those things. I honestly have a hard time to shoot headshots because it was completely, I would say, you know, different way of, of dealing with clients and, and working with clients. So also if the, the transition period was something for me that I had to learn lots about headshots. And for the first couple of years, as I said, when I decided to, I would say, switch it to headshots, I was shooting for completely free. And I know it's going to sound crazy for some of you guys, but I, this is kind of my advice. And well, if you are experienced photographer and you know how to shoot headshots and, you know, you can just start doing this right away. But I think, especially when you're starting off, it's important to, I would say, learn how to be consistent with your work. So if someone comes into you, you're going to be able to replicate what you are showing. Because just because you were lucky with one session doesn't mean you can repeat this whole thing, um, you know, on the next photo shoot. And that would be, I would say, disaster because if, especially if you have paid client, the dynamic change um, with the relation with the client. So, you know, before you 100% sure that you can replicate your style and you know what you're doing, I wouldn't charge your clients. Because if you're doing something for free and even if you screw up, then it's much, much easier to say, hey, you know what? This whole shoot didn't work. Something kind of went off and those images, they don't look the way I want it. So it's completely different story because the client or, you know, the person you're working with probably going to be more understandable and it's going to just forgive you for not delivering um, specific quality. But if you have paid client and they pay X amount of money, they have some expectations and they want something which going to have some kind of quality. So what I would suggest again before you jump into the business, before you start kind of um, charging your clients for your work, make sure you can deliver at least some kind of style or some kind of quality or decent quality, which, you know, the client's not going to have a hard time and it's not going to just like, you know, shaking their head, they have to pay for something that, you know, that doesn't meet the, the, the quality and, and what they were expecting. We're going to have another discussion because there's some clients who it doesn't matter what you did, they're not going to be happy. That's a completely different story. But especially at the beginning, you need to at least be sure what you're doing and you can deliver, I would say, specific quality of your work. So when you're starting, get anybody at the front of your camera because that's what's going to give you experience. That's what's going to kind of that's what's going to help you to learn about how to shoot headshots, what mistakes don't make, 
how to work with different type of lighting. And that's also going to build your portfolio. And that's something which is, again, extremely important. And, you know, the more variety of images you're going to have, you're going to have, I don't know, people from different profession, different ethnicity, um, all this stuff, that's going to definitely help you to basically get paid clients because they're going to somehow identify themselves with specific people from your portfolio. And they're like, hey, I like this picture because this guy kind of looks like me. He does kind of the same thing. And I would like to have that type of image. So that's why portfolio is, as I said, extremely important. And this is something that's going to evolve over the time. So the way I work with my portfolio, whenever I have a client where, you know, it's it's looks good. Um, I'm super happy with the images. Um, I'm actually constantly updating my website and we're going to talk about it in a second. And I'm working on my portfolio. It's not like, you know, I've done it 10 years ago. I have 20 images and I'm good to go for the next 10 years. This is something was going to be evolving over the time. And also your style is going to probably a little bit uh, change. I've noticed over the last 10 years since I actually push my hatchet work, a lot of things change. I like different things now than I like, you know, 10 years ago. Um, I can definitely have much, I would say, bigger variety of images I can work with for specific clientele. So this is going to something, it's going to be something which, as I said, it's going to be kind of ongoing process. And the more you shoot, the more interesting stuff you're going to create, your portfolio is going to be getting better and better. The one advice what I have here is because I know sometimes we're trying to showcase so much and we have like hundreds and hundreds of different images. And, um, you know, we think that the more we show, it's better. I think with headshots, it's a little bit of a different story. You want to show only the essence of your work. So I would say between... 20 to 40 images, top notch, the best stuff you can possibly pull out out of your library. Those are the images which you're going to show. And I have to say one little kind of, I'm not saying a device, but that's what I've noticed over the years. And the same thing kind of apply to weddings and the same thing apply to uh, headshot photography that sometimes you need just this one particular image which is gonna just kind of make the sale so someone will see this image and like oh my god this is so cool i really really like that and that's what's going to convince your client to hire you to shoot with you so again try to pay attention to your clients and try to pay attention what they say which images they like and try to kind of filter them so, you know, if you notice that there's specific image which helps you with sales and, you know, makes some impact on your potential clients. And clients, you know, just specifically pointing out like, oh, I really like this image. I really like that picture. Keep it. That means that there is something interesting about that image and that's what's going to help you to get more clients. So that's something which is extremely important. And um, as I mentioned before, I get a lot of, lot of messages from some of you guys. And you're asking me about some really, really advanced stuff when it comes to business. 
but you don't even have a portfolio or your portfolio is extremely weak or, you know, there's images of people, dogs, and all this crazy other stuff, you know, you have to make sure that your portfolio is solid, is something that you can be proud of, something which, you know, your clients, they're going to like, you know what, this is so good. I, I really like your work. You, you do some amazing, amazing stuff. I'm going to hire you. So work on it. And, you know, whenever you're going to feel that, okay, you know what, I'm ready and I can start selling my stuff. This is going to be the moment. I cannot tell you exactly what it is. You have to also kind of have a little bit of common sense. You also have to somehow kind of feel you're ready and you can deliver. Um, and then you can start charging your clients. The one thing also what I want to say um, when it comes to portfolio, and that's what was a little bit of kind of my, I would say, advantage, which even though I was struggling at the beginning. And what I mean, what I want to say is, um, I was shooting all over the place. So I was shooting in my place. I was shooting at the client's locations. I was trying to find different spots for photo shoot. And I tried to make myself uncomfortable. And what I mean by that is the fact that the more you exploring different places, different locations, you're exploring different lighting, you're trying to do different things. And even those things might not work. This is how we learn. And because I didn't have my own studio, I had to basically go most of the time to my clients' locations or offices, their homes. I have to pick some places where I was shooting. I had to just work with what I have. And I think that helped me a lot to basically don't be afraid of shooting in specific places or going to the client's. And then, you know, I had to just make things work as I go. So try to, again, if you have a studio and you have a place, you have an amazing location, you can set up things in one, one spot. It's great. But what I also found just putting yourself into those really, I would say, difficult situations where you have to challenge yourself, that's what's going to make you better headshot photographer and try that um, if you don't feel comfortable then you know charge or don't charge your client right and just like hey you know what let's take it let's try this see what happens if it's going to work great if it's not going to work um, you know we have to figure something out but I remember at some point I was so confident and I just shot literally anywhere that sometimes I was going to the most awkward locations and people couldn't believe I could pull some interesting images right so challenge again challenge yourself build your portfolio work on different um you know images and also what i found that if you can be flexible when it comes to shooting in different locations also it's gonna make you better photographer and also on the top of that your clients might be appreciated because headshots these days you're gonna be probably going after all sorts of different clienteles from, you know, lawyers, um, you can go after, you know, real estate agents, you can go after like, you know, doctors or some medical clinics, um, dealerships, they, you know, the list is endless. And sometimes those people, they really don't have time come to your place. Um, for example, dealerships, they want you to come to their place, set it up somewhere and, and you can shoot. 
right? So you're not gonna say, hey, come into my place because if, if let's say they don't have time or they cannot take huge group of people, if you're gonna say no, they, of course they're gonna pick someone else who can do that, right? So that's definitely, it's gonna be a bonus for you and you're gonna be able to reach out much more different clients and then you know much more gigs so you know you're gonna just grow your business okay so when it comes to portfolio you know you have to have something which is solid as i mentioned between 20 to 40 solid images another tip try to make those things consistent and what i mean by that is i'm not saying that you have to create the same images over and over again Typically, that's the case because people want to see consistency and they they know what you're doing. And also you can show them, okay, this is what I do. This is what I'm able to get it done for you. But if you have, let's say, few different types of images, let's say you have, you know, tighter headshots, you have some cinematic headshots, you have some all crazy different stuff your client's going to be confused, right? And it's going to just, okay, I don't even know what I want. I don't even know what I like. Why don't we try all of it? And then it's going to just make your life more difficult because your clients, most of the time, they don't know what they want. Like that's why you have to have solid portfolio and you have to show them, this is what I do. This is the type of images I can create and you can actually you know, if you like it, you can hire me. If you don't like it, you can find someone else who can deliver what you're looking for. But having something which looks consistent and looks like you have some style, um, then it's much, much easier to do the sale. And I want to point it out one more thing here is the style, because this is something which we hear quite often. You know, I want to have the I want to have my style. I don't know what my style is. The way you can create or you can develop your style is you got to just do a lot of photo shoots. And when you're going to be shooting a lot, you're going to see what you like and what you don't like. And then the images which you're going to be choosing for your portfolio, this is going to be your style. And, you know, whenever you're going to do more, more, more shoot and you're going to just keep working on your portfolio, after a while, you will see... There are certain things which you're going to like. There are certain things which you're not going to like. And slowly you're going to be developing your style and you're going to see what your personal preferences are and, you know, what type of images you like. And then it's going to be kind of obvious what kind of style you like and because that's what you're going to be showcasing. So don't kind of worry about it especially at the beginning, because this is something what I've been hearing constantly. I don't know what my style is. I was exactly the same thing. I had no idea what my style was, but your style is something which you're not kind of can figure it out like, hey, and say, hey, this is my style or this is what I, what I like. This is going to be something which you're going to be developing over the years. And I would give yourself at least a few years so you can see what your, as I said, preferences are and what type of images you like. And you can choose from those images of your portfolio, which ones are your favorites. And this is going to be your style and try to kind of stick to it. Okay. I could go on and on about it, but I think you guys get the idea before you get into the business, you have to have portfolio and you have to have 
some solid images to show to your potential clients. And on the top of that, you need to, as I said, develop this time, develop this portfolio over the time. And um, yeah, you're going to just kind of, you know, working on it throughout your entire career. I've been in this industry, as I said, for a decade, and I still developing a lot of stuff. I still, you know, changing my portfolio. I'm constantly working on it. I know right now I'm just repeating myself, but I think you guys getting the point. Okay, so the next thing what I want to talk about it is website. And this is another huge topic, um, but let's kind of dive in into this for, 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 for a little bit and let's discuss this in a little bit kind of greater detail. So website is going to be your portfolio where you can show to your clients because these days, none of us doing any prints and you're not going to send your stuff to the client so they can see the photo. So you have to show them, you know, what you do. And website, your own website, I think is the best thing ever because if you have some potential client you can send them email and basically say hey you know this is what i do this is the link you can click on it you can dive in in my portfolio and you can tell me if you like the stuff what i do and we can kind of go from there also i found website these days gives you some kind of credibility because if you have a professional website and i'm not saying you have to have something like you know top-notch, over-the-top website, you know, spending thousands of dollars on it. Um, you have to have a place where, as I said, you can showcase your portfolio. And again, that's going to give you some kind of credibility that, you know, the things what you do, you're serious about it. And talking about a websites, there is a million options these days. There are so many amazing companies which create um you know website for photographers they, they they create templates they can make this whole thing much much easier you can just upload your images and you can just showcase them to your clients in very very beautiful way so it's really really easy um, i'm gonna just share with you the website the company which i'm using for my website the, the company is called uh, format.com you can check it out um, I'm not advertising this uh, they don't pay me for that but um, the reason I like these guys there's few things one I have full control over my website so I can you know put new images delete old images um, I can create all sorts of different things with my website I have a full control over my website and i can basically log in anytime and i can work on it at basically you know like anywhere even from my phone i can just do all sorts of different stuff so this is something extremely important because back in the days i remember when i had to hire someone to do my website they have a full control over it whenever I want to do any updates or changes or I had to, I don't know, do something different, I have to reach out to them, um, you know, submit the tickets for the changes. And sometimes it took weeks to do that. I hate that personally because that was taking time and there are some errors. It was just a kind of mess, right? So when those companies, I would say, started popping up and they start kind of, you know, creating this, I would say, systems where you can 
log in to your site and you can just you know do whatever and you know you can just update your stuff um whatever you wanted was just like i was like just blown away and i was like okay you know what this is what i need this is amazing because that gives me full control over what i'm showcasing to my clients and you know on the top of that i could do all sorts of different stuff like you know having having like a contact page where people can reach out to me i could have a blog i could have a store in on like an online store on my on my site nowadays there's all things you can do and and gives the, the websites are giving you way more possibilities to you know to do all sorts of different things so I highly recommend it to jump into this, check what it's out there, uh, do a little bit of research because I know there's a different prices and um, also it takes you a little bit of time to learn how to work with those websites. Most of the time they're super um, you know, easy to, to basically do all those um, things and then also they have those help centers that even if you get stuck somewhere, then they will help you. They will kind of guide you through and help you if you have any issues. Not to mention that also they fairly kind of protected from, you know, being hacked. I had I had a story. I don't remember how many years ago my website got hacked, and they added some kind of porn site to it. It was just a disaster. Um, so those companies they have way better system to protect your site from being hacked and all this stuff and yeah it's 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 much more convenient for um you know photographer to kind of just you know run the run the business and don't really worry about the website but at the same time you definitely you want to have a full control over, you know, what it's there, um, you know, like if you need to, you know, change things and update things or add new pictures or remove some, you know, stuff which you don't like anymore. It's much, much, much more convenient and easy. And I highly recommend it to do that because that definitely is another, I would say, fundamental piece of starting your business to having your professional website because that's as i said gives you credibility and it's going to be much much easier to basically reach out to your clients and show them what you do there's also some free sites which you can use i don't highly recommend it especially if you want to do this professionally uh, if you want to be professional hatchet photographer i think having professional, I would say, nicely done website, it's a, it's a must. It's, it's not something that you can kind of skip it. Um, so that's my kind of recommendation. Okay, the next thing what I would like to jump in is two things, pricing. Um, one of the things which I think is the most challenging for a lot of photographers, what my prices should be, and I'm not going to tell you the numbers. You can definitely go to my website and see how much I charge. But before actually I'm going to discuss the pricing, let's kind of look at this whole thing from completely different perspective. The first thing is you have to kind of see and kind of evaluate where you live because each country, each, each city, um, you know, have different prices. And, you know, there's some places like New York City, which, you know, there's 9 million people, the prices are different, everything is expensive. Of course, you're gonna, your price is going to be higher than some, 
you know, smaller city somewhere, I don't know, outside of, I don't know, like, well, you can just kind of pick any place. Um, so, so you have to kind of evaluate first where you live, what's the prices around, what other headshot photographers in your area charging. So you have to do a little bit of research, what would be the reasonable price. So don't kind of, I would say, you know, just kind of look what the top photographers are charging and, and kind of like, you know, create those prices based on some of those guys. Just, just start with your area, where you live. That's the kind of the first step. Next step is definitely looking about, looking at your competition, how much they charge, you know, how busy they are. Um, and then kind of like try to also kind of have th those prices at some kind of reference point. Um, another thing is what is extremely important when it comes to pricing, you have to kind of be sure about your pricing. And what I mean by that is I remember, so I'll give you a little bit of story here. I remember when I was shooting weddings, someone called me with inquiry for a wedding and I was kind of desperate at that moment and I would just basically took anything what they would give me and the lady asked me about like okay so what's your prices and I asked her hey what's your budget and she was just like okay you know I have specific numbers but tell me how much you how much you charge you know like what it's included how this whole thing works and she kind of blew me off because I had like, I was not prepared. I was just completely like, okay, I just don't know. Like I have no idea. And I remember she got kind of upset with me because she's like, well, you, tr you, 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 you want me to hire you for my wedding, but you don't even know the structure, how you work and you know, what's the price includes and then what you are offering and all this stuff. So, you have to kind of come up with some kind of not only pricing, but what's your package or what's your service includes, because then it's much, much easier to work with the price when you have all these things sorted out. So, for example, when it comes to the headshot session, OK, my session is one hour long at this location and you can have, uh, let's say, three outfits um, and we're going to retouch, let's say, one, two or three images. Everything above that is going to be additional price. And then let's say this whole package costs $500, but, you know, I don't know, you might have a special or you might have a discount or what it's your budget. And then we can kind of go from there. And, a, and work around that. So you need to have some kind of like idea what your service is, how much it costs, let's say on average. And then from there, you can actually start, you know, kind of changing or adjusting the package to the client need. And that's something which is extremely important. I remember, um, you know, going back to my wedding story, we finished our conversation and, and I was just so mad at myself. I was just so upset. Like, you know, I'm so such an idiot, you know, like I'm just a dumb person, you know, like I had pretty much client who was so interested and she really liked my work. And because I was just completely not prepared for this negotiation 
and I just kind of showcase that um, pretty much, you know, like I can't, they cannot trust me. They don't know what I'm doing. They, they, they kind of figure it out. Like I don't have a structure for what I do. And that's something which you have to kind of figure it out. You have to write all those things down and then based on that, create the pricing. And also with the pricing, it's a, you know, try out, right? You, you trying things, you see if they work, if they don't work, if you're too busy, that means you, you don't charge in enough. If you have prices way too high and you're not getting client, that means maybe I should just kind of drop the prices. So it's kind of ongoing process again with the prices, right? Then when you get more confident, your portfolio gets better. You can kind of, um, you know, kind of upscale your prices. Or if you're working with, I don't know, companies and you're doing some group shots, you also can kind of figure out how that's going to work. So you have to kind of put your mind into it. And, and, and I think the best thing is just to take a piece of paper, a pen, and try to understand what you're going after. I know... A lot of photographers, they don't do that. They just come up with the price and kind of go from there. Also, it's good to have those things right down on um, your website. So people reading your prices, they kind of understand what they can expect from you. Even though I know most clients have no idea and, and we're going to have another discussion um, about those things. But... Um, you still need to have, again, have some kind of structure so you know exactly what you're doing and how much you charge and then you can kind of work with that and adjusting this accordingly throughout, you know, like kind of doing your business. Okay, and the last thing what I want to talk about it and I'm going to just briefly touch this is social media. So we're going to dive in more into social media, how important that is, but the one thing what I want to talk about it is you need to have social media presence and you have to have, I would say, specific accounts on specific or different platforms because social media will be for you is some kind of like a driving force for your business. Running a business without social media, I think, is extremely difficult it's, it's, I would, I would even say it's impossible. So you have to have a present, but also you have to have a presence, which is related to what you do. Because if you have, let's say Instagram account and you have, you know, family photos, or you have some things which you ate last night, or you have some trips, I probably, you know, that I, I'm, treating social media platforms strictly as a business. I don't show pretty much my kids, my family, what I do in the private, I would say, and personal time. Sometimes I throw some things here and there, but I'm trying to kind of have a bare minimum. My social media is, is basically fully focused on my headshot photography business. And I'm not saying you have to do that, but... I would recommend that if you're planning to, you know, have a career as a headshot photographer, because, you know, there's a different types of photographers. They treat social media differently, but I found, you know, my private life is my, you know, it's, it's my thing. Um, and social media is strictly um, business. 
And we're going to talk about, you know, different social media platforms, but you have to have at least few so you can showcase your work. You can communicate with your potential clientele. Um, you can definitely have some kind of, you know, kind of connection with the world through social media. And we're going to discuss this in greater deeper. But the point what I'm trying to make right now is in order to start the business as a hatchet photographer, social media platforms um, would be highly recommended to have them because they're going to definitely help you to, you know, reach out to potential business. And that's something which is extremely crucial. This is something important. And I know some photographers are telling me like, well, I don't need a social media, you know, depends also what is the kind of ways of, of, of doing a business. But I found social media giving me a lot of, lot of opportunities and I can reach out to so many different people. I can, I can definitely, you know, scale my business throughout social media and that can be such a great asset for what you do and also you can grow your business much, much quick, quicker if your social media is run properly. But we're going to discuss this um, in the one of the next podcasts where I dive deep into social media and, and how you can actually do specific stuff. Okay, so I'm going to stop here because I've been kind of, you know, going um, deeper and deeper. I just want to kind of give you the, the basics at this point and give you some kind of foundation before you start social before you start your business and again let's kind of go briefly for this so you need, you need definitely portfolio which is going to help you to showcase what you do you definitely need a website where you can again showcase and you can basically show your clients um, you know your services your prices your portfolio and again, that's going to give you some kind of credibility. Uh, pricing is another thing. We discussed this, um, how you can even start uh, creating prices for your services. And the next thing is, of course, you have to have uh, be present on different social media platforms. And this is a starting point. If you're going to have all those four things in place, I know you might be right now and you can be established and you still might say, hey, you know what? Some of those things need to be worked on. And to be honest, I work on those things all the time. It doesn't matter. You know, I've been 10, 10 years in this industry um, as a hatchet photographer. And I still have to put a lot of, lo lot of work. Even those things seems like, you know, those are basic stuff. So, okay. So let's stop here. If you guys are going to have any specific questions about what I just have said, please feel free to reach out to me and I'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions. And in the next podcast, we're going to dive deeper into some strategies, how to get your clients, how to kind of, you know, approach them, how to, um, you know, get them and, and, and sign with you and hire you and all this um, stuff. So it's going to be interesting and I'm going to be more than happy to share some of those stuff with you. So again, thank you for listening. I hope that it was interesting. I will be looking forward to hear from you. Um, stay in touch and I'll chat with you guys in the next couple of days. Bye-bye.